capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. Girl. So what are we getting into today? Girl. Thanking our listeners once again, opening it up Girl. with the thankfulness and Thank the gratefulness. You. Thank you, love, for all hey, hey, for hey. me. Hey. Okay, I'm sorry. It could have been me. <laughs> I little praise juke. Yeah. So we just want to thank all of the listeners again. We said that we were going to establish the practice of thanking you all for just tuning in to us and letting us. Faithfully. Um, yeah. Just letting us talk to you and converse and be and ratchet and giggle. and Thank you for pressing play because some people don't even get that far. <laughs> Why do you have to do this monotone flatline wood? Okay. So yeah. So we just thank you for, you know, just subscribing across all of our platforms and listening in on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, on and on and on and on. Even if you go on Become She, you can click directly and listen there. So. And thank you in advance for leaving your comments yes. and rating us across yes. all platforms. As we have mentioned in the beginning of this season, those ratings mean everything to, they to really our platform. Do. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> so are we going to get into it or are we going to have story time with Jess? Man, this episode, <laughs> this episode is like... I don't think we've ever like taken this approach to uh, an episode where we, it almost feels like a little taboo or raunchy because you know that the, when you look at the title of this episode, of course, this came from somewhere. Yeah. We, we can't play <laughs> off like we forgot. Like we don't, we, we can't play this one off. She this. balances friends and new love. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that this is more than about balancing friends and new love. This is about friendships in its entirety. Mm. And I think that kind of builds off our last two episodes about yeah. building bridges and yeah. sisterhood and all of that kind of, I don't know if we have intentionally created a theme this season, but. Or even for this month, it kind mm. of happened organically, I think. Per the usual. Yeah. Per the usual. <laughs> um, so I do have a story time with Jess. Story time with Jess. That's the theme song. Just story that. time with Jess. Story time with Jess. <laughs> Gotta let it linger and fade out. Um, I have a, a a friend, and this has actually happened before. It's yeah. not like this is exclusive to one relationship, one friendship. Or, but um, I had a friend who is in a was in a relationship for a really, 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 really long time, mm-hmm. and that relationship ended they had gotten engaged and um their engagement ended and it was i don't want to say it was a 
bad breakup. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it was like he was not a great guy. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, when it happened, when the breakup happened, you know, I'm a friend and I opened up my home to her, like checked on her as a, as a girlfriend should, but just to make sure that she was in a good space. I mean, mm, that shit ain't common though, but continue. Is that with your, with your girlfriend? What you mean? Continue. We'll unpack that with the episode title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not common. Yo, your lip is perked that's up. That's not, because that's not common. Okay. But, well, uh, that I didn't know, but I was trying to be a friend to my friend you because are she friend. was hurting. Yes. <laughs> I was, I'm all about the language in 2019. And you know what? You were I a felt friend. that. You're languaging this. You were not trying. You're, you do, Jess. You're a doer. And I'm going to keep doing. Come on. Now, I feel like when my friends are hurt, I feel hurt. Yeah. And I take it personally. And, and yeah. I'm an empath. I That's sure am. And and that could be detrimental to my relationship because when my friend was going through her thing, Kyle was feeling it. See? I was like, if you ever. That's if why you... I said it's not common, but we're going to let you finish. <laughs> Sorry, Summer Jazz. <laughs> and then we'll pick it up. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I took, I took it on and, yeah. and, um, so long story short, shortly after that, she met a guy and she was needless to say smitten. Yeah. Yeah. Smitten. Okay. All caps. Capital S. Which was great. Yeah. As a friend, I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is amazing. Yeah. Like this, this is the quickest bounce back I've yeah. ever seen in my damn life. <laughs> but like happy AF. For her, um, that she wasn't like stuck in depression, yeah, and, you know, yeah. all of that just to see her getting out there and, and trusting God and yeah. trusting Ooh, love again yes. and, and the power of that. And I noticed that in her smittenness, <laughs> Woo, why, um, do we, why do we do she was, um, <laughs> distant, like, and I, yeah. you know, there's that new fresh honeymoon phase love you banging all the time if you're into that i don't think they were but like i know when i first met kyle yeah. like i girl and, and ditto and so, <laughs> so she Laughing was just like caught up in that we even went on a trip together mm-hmm. and um you know she was on the phone with him whole time and i was like okay you know it's new whatever let it go so months go by yeah. and i had noticed that like we hadn't been talking like that and then we yeah. have another mutual friend so we all went out to dinner mm-hmm. and at this dinner i brought it up like hey girl you know notice that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you've been a little distant happy that you're doing you but like mm-hmm. what's good mm-hmm. like what's up and she straight up said, I'll never forget this shit. She straight up said, Damn. listen, um, I was in a friendless, loveless relationship for however long. And now I got that. And I don't care what it looked like to who and what, like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, say less. You don't have to <laughs> tell me twice. Yeah. You don't have to tell me twice. And my other our mutual friend was like, mm, what you what you mean? And I was like, girl, let it go. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. she's in that process and whatever he whatever he's giving her, yeah. like she clearly needs it. And yeah. who are we to step in yeah. there? And if and anything, we like we could still be friends at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but she has made it clear that mm-hmm. this new man was priority mm-hmm. over and everything you know and everyone. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Say less. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and so then after I would say weeks um, mm-hmm. went by, and my, my our mutual friend was still kind of like 
not feeling that comment. I kept saying, girl, you got to let that thing yeah. go and go cultivate your own situationship. Okay. Like girl. Be- yeah. You were done with it. I, you, I was you, so you went, done. I was like, know, not that I'm done shook with the, the friendship. Dirt off your feet though. You shook that rejection that could have been nursed into an offense. You shook it off and you didn't need to nurse that. Because that, that wasn't even about me. Right. But in my mind, I was like, don't forget who was there for you when, when yeah. thing ish got yeah. real. And so, um, more time went by mm-hmm. and we had met up, um, again, mm-hmm. trio dinner. And she had admitted that, you know, she had been a uh, guy I noticed I've been distant, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna do better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, girl. I'll see when you I don't see you. Oh me, no explanation. You, right, you, you don't, don't let me know what it is. You good? <laughs> I'm not ambiguous about what's going on. She gives no f's. I mean, like, yeah. I, and me, I'm I'm so busy. I, if I don't want to have to chase. Operative after word. My You're so busy. Yeah, that I could have turned like all the way left with someone else. I'm just saying. Long story short, this they end up getting engaged, which is beautiful amazing. and amazing. And I love the guy. Still yes. love my friend. But I, I feel yes, like... Yes, because you went to the engagement party that day. I did. I'm always going to be there for yes. my friend. But I have now placed her in this, like, we just ain't like that no more. Yeah, and she's changed. growing. And, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important to recognize when it's happening that it's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about you. I think you're so mature. And like I said, I feel like you're the most mature friend. I know. know The most mature woman I know outside of Oprah. Um, Like, the fact that you cannot center yourself in that response she gave you. Because some people would have been carrying that statement around. Mm. Nursing that. Needing to feel some kind of way. And that could have been a serious fissure and rift. Period. Like... Yeah, uh, I could have seen that statement going all the way sideways, all the way clap back in. Girl, don't be acting brand new, blah blah blah. You were just blah blah blah, and my blah. Mm. like it could have mm. gone there, mm-hmm. but that reveals mm-hmm. the condition of your heart. The fact yeah. that you could be like, you know what, girl, live your life, go through whatever process you need to go through with him, and we still good. But I've just reappropriated myself, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean, like, girl. It's so important that's in so friendships. Dope. I think that's so dope. It's so important in in friendships. Yeah. To remember to speak and act with love and not ego. Mm. Love Girl, and not that's, ego. That's rough because I still struggle with some things. <laughs> and and that's okay. But when you but when you saying what you're saying and acting out assess and ask you ask yourself is this ego or is this love and it's always clear what it is i have a but not when you have a tendency to speak before you process which is something that i struggle mm. for the clap back be so fast i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> like where did, who said that what's going on so i have to i don't feel like you speak to me with ego mm. Because you don't trigger things in me. You don't, you've not triggered that part of me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or we, or maybe our friendship hasn't gone into like deeper waters where now we're like, you know, 700 feet below sea level deep. But we're still like tight, you know what I mean? But it's like new levels, new devils. It's the case with every new levels. Yeah. You you heard that? No. (laughs) You. You know, you a church baby. You been <laughs> raised in the sanctuary and then <laughs> shut-ins. Um, 
Yeah, new levels with every any type of growth or any type of evolution and any type of relationship, you Dang. you begin to hit on different things that oh, Dang. you know. So maybe we just haven't had our time, but. I know that I need to like, yeah, when you mention assessing if it's coming from ego, I think that takes discipline and practice. So learning to be quiet is, mm. the Bible says study to be quiet. That is you got to study to be quiet like you study for geometry. And God knows I hated math. You got to study to be quiet. That's something that I need to Have you ever of. experienced that? Like a friend um, getting in a new relationship and, and forgetting about... Her friends? I feel like I've been that friend. Oh, you <laughs> Why did you just lean in? <laughs> oh, tell me Why more. Because I'm like, so oh, I feel more. like I was that. I've been that friend. I think, I don't know if I talked about my relationship in college that was abusive that I ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, girl. And I think that was more so not even me just forgetting my friends. He did not like my friends. None of them. Like, he had a serious issue with women. And so, Hmm. because all my friends were women, it was almost like a push and pull. Like, it's either them or me. And because I was so young, you know, emotionally immature and, you know, just not as aware and naive. Like, I felt like I needed to distance myself in order to maintain Hmm. that leverage with him. I was like 19, girl. He was like mid-20s, late 20s, 19. He was like 27, 28. I was looking for my daddy. Looking for my daddy, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So you know, I was consumed in that relationship, and it was actually a friend of mine who kept speaking life into me, like this is not healthy. Like she kept dropping, you know, red flags, like just like breadcrumbs. And she even alerted my professor at the time in college. Um, you know, and my professor came to me and talked to me in love. Like anytime they would talk to me about him, I wasn't defensive, okay. you know, so it wasn't like I was pitted against them, but I could see that he was definitely like, I don't F with them. If you F with me, you know what I'm saying? They all, you know, single and bitter. And like, he tried to pitch God, this narrative of yeah. like, you know, um, and had I believed that I hate to think how my life would be being stuck on an isolated island of him and I after being so poisoned that way. But a part of me, I don't know. I've always been open to trusting my brown female relationships. Like, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I had been betrayed by women, which I have. It didn't matter. Like I've always had my bounce back game for women. My grace for women have always been there. It's now repairing that. I think that masculine, um, that masculine energy in myself because I do not have that bounce back game for men at all. And I know that's something that needs to be healed. I know that's not healthy. And that's not something that, you know, I say with, you know, boom, shakalaka, boom. No, that's not. You're not like boasting it. Yeah, it needs to be balanced. So there's something definitely um, broken with or that, that is needing to be repaired um, or is repairing. I hope that it's repairing concerning the masculine energy because the feminine energy is there, but it's not balanced. So it's not whole. So, I mean, even as I personally don't feel that I've ever, um, been that friend Mm -hmm. to where when I get a new man, Mm -hmm. like it's always the opposite. Mm -hmm. Like I will, push my man to the side a little bit and cultivate mm-hmm. my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I've actually, I'm lying. 
when I was younger, mm-hmm. I dated this guy who I really shouldn't have dated, but whatever. And I had a best friend, <clears throat> shout out to Tevin, and we have been <laughs> friends for years. Tev. And my guy didn't like the relationship I had with Tevin, and all of that was ego. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the man, blah, 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 blah. And so I, I, um, I, I shunned my friend Tevin a little bit. I mean, I was honest, like, mm-hmm. hey, homeboy doesn't really like this, this friendship. And we ended up, you know, not being cool for a couple of years ago. Mind you, the guy that I was dating, that ended terribly. Mm-hmm. But my friend Tevin was always still there. And I think I learned really early on, because I was young in that relationship, mm-hmm. maybe like 18, mm-hmm. 19. And I learned really early on to never shut my friends out yeah. unless they are disrespectful to me, my partner, or our relationship. One of the three. Because I'm not going to shut my friends out for, for ego. And I remember when I first met Kyle, I was like straight up honest, like, look, he's here and he's not going anywhere. So you Come can choose on. to deal with it or not. And, and I think he was definitely uncomfortable in the beginning, but I had them meet like in person. Like this is my, this is my friend because it, he, the relationship is so important to me yeah. that I can't, I, I, I just can't. Well, you needed them to meet because here's the thing. <laughs> you talked about phonies. You don't need any phonies at the, at the marriage, at the um, wedding. Yep. When you speak about phonies, you speak about this energy that percolates around. You'll be surprised how many people are just in the wing waiting for an opportunity. Absolutely. But Absolutely. when you come around and you declare this is he mm-hmm. who I am choosing, you'd be surprised how these platonic, quote unquote, platonic friendships. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Now the chemistry changes and it's mm-hmm. like, hmm, was it ever really platonic or were you mm-hmm. cultivating mm-hmm. and grooming my ass for a weak, vulnerable moment? Mm-hmm. So where you, and those are, and so I think it's just, so, you know, once again, clear, just ain't stupid. You and I can peep that you see what I'm miles away. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, early on in Kyle's and our relationship, he was wondering, like, is it Thank bad? Thank you. Because what and, you're not going to do right, is be I'm stunting. Totally <laughs> My <get> nigga. It. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be doing. No, B. No, B. You're not going to be I doing totally that. I totally get it. But... I, in our relationship, is a trust factor. And trust mm-hmm. that I will see the mm-hmm. bullshit and, and excommunicate immediately. <laughs> because I treat my... Did you say I excommunicate? Treat, hello. Quickly. I treat my, my relationship with my friends. Um, it's just as important as my relationship with Kyle. And ain't nobody disrespecting Kyle. Mm. That includes my friends. So yeah. friends could get cut too. Like, isn't don't... You already know. Yeah. Six feet deep. I will Girl, cut. You, you always cutting weeds. Um, here. Yeah. <laughs> Landscaping duties. So I guess um, that, that did happen. I straight up told my friend, like, yo, like this ain't going to work. And I regretted that decision for so long because we really are good friends. But I think with my girlfriends, I've mm-hmm. never had that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I did have that experience so early on. But Kyle even says, like, yo, you go kick it and, and choo-choo with your girlfriends faster than me. I went out last oh. night, and he was like, can you come home so I can spend some time with my wife? Oh. I was like, dang. I was in a hot tub chilling last night. <laughs> like, can you come home? I'm like, okay. <laughs> that you got that ass up. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> he made it worth it to come home. Eyes <laughs> yeah. propped open with toothpicks. Anywho, um... <laughs> I think that's so important when you mention how you set clear boundaries, but the fact of the matter is it all goes back to the trust factor that you can trust Mm -hmm. that what your friends are telling you comes from a place of love because there are people who like, it goes back to our past uh, episode that we just did. 
you have people that you can't really you 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 figure out where the relationship really stands when you tell them something hard, right? So if a person is coming to you like my friends when they told me my my boyfriend was abusive and possessive, mm-hmm. like if I really didn't trust the condition of the relationship, mm-hmm. I would have been ready to like excommunicate them versus a really taking a back seat and looking at the behavior because it's showing that you trust the relationship enough to even listen to see if what they're saying is correct about a person that you're yeah. with. You know what I mean? And yeah. not taking that as disrespect because at no point did I ever, mm-hmm. and I could have, I could have been like, what the fuck is this professor coming to me with? Like I could have been japping out on my friend who I know told the professor, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I didn't because I trusted the relationship. So yeah. a lot of that Are trust, you still friends with that person? Yeah. To this day. It's a good She's friend. a hitter. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yes. Shout out to friend. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> Girl, you met her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Well, um, so I don't know who needed to hear this episode, but um, listen. Listen real good. You can't trust everybody, but those who you choose to trust with your heart, don't think that they are going to hurt you or expect hurt from them. And like I said, speaking from love and not ego is a major distinction and it's super important. But if you know it's from love, I hear you tap into that. I hear you. Tap into that. I'm just I hear you with that. <laughs> I I listen, I said what I had it's to hard, say. Though. And I don't care who get upset at this episode, it's my podcast. <laughs> I can say whatever I want to say. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Dear she time? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so we are going to um listen to a dear she letter that uh Dr. East is gonna read to us and answer. And yeah, let's get into it. Hey ladies, thank you so much for having me on the show. I miss you guys totally, but let's get into this question from one of our um become she listeners. So this is a question. I have been dating this guy for almost a year now, and for the most part, things are going great. One thing I don't tell people, though, is that we begin seeing each other while he was in another relationship. Now, in the back of my mind, I always wonder if he's doing the same thing to me that he did to his ex. Am I thinking too much? Okay. Now, y'all know this is a juicy one, so let's get right down to it. First of all, not everyone's relationship behavior is based on a pattern, right? So in relationships... There are different expectations and ways in which people are brought together. So not all of those ways are going to be, quote-unquote, socially acceptable, and not all of those ways are going to come together, you know, in a pretty package with the bow on top. What you must be focused on, and any of us must be focused on in this situation, is the connection that you have with that other person, the connection that the two of you have with one another, as well as the communication between the two of you. This allows both of you to continue to express concerns or fears and set boundaries. Now, if your mate has not given you any reason to think that they are stepping out of the relationship, then that's where trust comes in. And yes, trust is a risk, but so is being in a relationship, and the two of them go hand in hand. Just as you trust your mate, your mate trusts you, right? However, remember this. 
no one can control the behaviors of another human being. So we have free will, right? So we're fully capable of behaving and acting in ways that may not necessarily go along with what our mate would like us to do. That's why we are granted the concept that we have to be able to make informed decisions based upon what we feel and what we see. What you can't control is your ability to base your judgments and feelings on what you've experienced personally. If there is doubt in the back of your mind, then you need to try to figure out where this doubt is coming from. Are there behaviors that that he's exhibiting that make you feel some kind of way? Have there been signs that point to inappropriate behavior? Um, Have to be running outside to answer the phone. We know the signs when somebody is being shady and not being 100 in a relationship. Mm. So if those scenarios begin to add up to make you question, then there may be some room there to start inquiring and letting him know that you have some concerns. You know, especially if there's, you know, issues of him being secretive. Now, if none of these examples that I just gave are accurate, then don't sabotage your behavior because, or don't sabotage your relationship, rather, by your behavior, because clearly this is something that is good for you. And also recognize that you're worth something good. You know, sometimes as women, we have been through so many ups and downs in relationships, and maybe the way we hooked up with someone, you know, is not necessarily what society would like, but we are enjoying our relationships and we're enjoying each other. And so, therefore, that fear that we have, or sometimes even that guilt, right, of how we got that boo in the Mm -hmm. first place, makes us feel a little bit self-conscious and, therefore, can create situations where we sabotage things. So we, you know, inquire where there's nothing to inquire about. We begin to search through phones when, in actuality, it's not him or your mate that's the issue. It's your own insecurities. And so make sure you do some self-checks as well. So that's it for me, ladies. Thank you so much for allowing me to tune in. Again, this is Dr. Carlia East, CEO and owner of Smile Psychology and Associates, as well as the Sapphire Woman Organization, where we provide coaching, counseling, mentoring, and uplifting motivation from women of all shapes, colors, and sizes. Hit me up on Facebook at the Sapphire Diva or any of my Instagram or Twitter channels. Or just Google me, honey, because y'all know I'm there. I love you guys. Hugs and kisses. Later. We love you, Dr. Thank you, Dr. E. Thank you. That was good. She said a lot in a very fast amount Um, of time. That's a power packed. Jay becomes she letter. I mean, one thing that stuck out was what she said, um, fear. That's been like a reoccurring theme this this week in my little world. I did a webinar with, with my job, um, and I started the webinar giving a quote on fear. Mm-hmm. Fear can either mean forget everything and run or face everything and rise. And I started the Ooh. webinar with that and then they, they wasn't ready My for God. me, honey. They wasn't ready for me in corporate America. But anyway, <laughs> so the fact uh, that she said that, I think that is, that that's that so is. true. And that shows up in our friendships too. Every relationship. Yeah. Girl. Every single one. Why? What are we afraid of? I think, oh, I I was talking to Dominic the other day. I was actually crying and just apologizing for being so afraid. And um, I love you, friend. Yeah, he's like, what are you crying for? I was like, I'm just been so afraid and I'm so sorry. And um, I was telling him how, you know, it doesn't matter how dysfunctional it may look. If that is your familiar, that is home for you. Hmm. And, and people don't realize that home is different for everyone. It doesn't 
mean it doesn't matter if it's quote unquote good or bad. If this is what is familiar and home for me, I've adapted and created maladaptive behavior to adapt to the fact that this is home. Same now, thing with this dear Sheila. Now, right. Yeah. So coming up out of that without touching too much on the generational curses episode, coming up out of that requires a complete rewiring, <laughs> which is hard. So hard. You know, so so hard. Sabotage so, is real and yeah. being looped in cyclical sabotage patterns easier. is real. But that, and that's forgetting everything and running is too hard. Mm. It, it feels unfamiliar. I don't mm. want to do this. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whimper. Because I mean, these are these are real. We things can't be that, touching um, on our future episodes though, because it's can't. like they keep threading into each other. But these are real things that I'm dealing yeah. with my family right now, and it's it's, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure Kyle and Jess are not the only one. No, not at all. <laughs> like, come on now, not at all. Well, we'll thank you, Doctor episode. Girl, can't do it right now. Can't wait for our guest speaker oh, on that episode. Gee. We're not going to tell you who it is because yeah. we're going to go on becomeshe.com on the podcast episode yeah. stage to look at it. Yeah, that's what that is. We got it a little bit before that. Um, so our next episode, which airs, I think April twenty fourth. Yep, she talks sexual violence. We are going to be having um a guest speaker on that show, and I'm very excited. <laughs> Cause it's my it's my dear friend yes. who's a boss. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're gonna be having um, an episode on on talking just sexual violence and what that means. And and we're having yeah. an expert talk on this on the topic. And we will be talking about R. Kelly and all of his shenanigans and his cult. Ooh, um, Gail. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Girl. all the memes. Be unbothered. You like know we're gonna have a sound a sound bite. We're gonna hold it. Be unbothered like Gail. That auntie who has seen it all <sighs> and ain't impressed with your ass. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in. Um Yeah. I mean, I would love to hear from you all if if what yes. y'all think about this balancing friends and new relationships things because I mean it happens all the time. Yeah. But is it an occasion to be bothered or not? Like Ooh. maybe that's a poll we should do. That is a story. I choose to be unbothered, honey. Some people don't. Some people get real offended, real in their feelings. And remind you of your past when you were single and... Ooh, that's so mean. That's so mean. I would feel like a terrible friend if my friend is falling in love. And I'm like, oh, remember this, remember this, remember this. Like, what? I'm not doing that because you remember. I don't need to remind you. I never need to remind you. You you a a special one. Just know that you're special. This has become she. And we're out. This is Nicole and Jess signing out. Because she become free. free.